And good morning and welcome to BSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor. It's Friday, the 28th of July. Um, Friday, yes, it's the end of the week. Uh, and actually, the slightly sad news, poor old Paul Rankin had a bit of a, uh, a collapse in the office yesterday. Actually, we were all very concerned. He went off to hospital. It all seems to be fine is the good news, but we told him to rest this morning. So I've got Ollie. Ollie, hopefully you're, you're fighting fit. Uh, yes, I am. Thanks. We had an update from Paul last night, so I think he is okay. But yeah, as you say, he's having a rest today, um, so hopefully he gets better soon. Yeah, fingers crossed for you, Paul. If you're listening, you probably aren't, but yes, you are. <laughs> anyway, let's crack on because my tea time today is nine forty-two, and uh, I'm playing quite a good player actually. Uh, so, Ollie, what have you got for us this morning? Where would you like to start? Uh, well, probably big news uh, in the copper market was announcement from Tech yesterday. Um, one of their big projects, the Quebrada Blanca 2 um, project, they have cut their guidance. They're ramping that up. Um, so they're now guiding to 80 to 100,000 tonnes of copper for this year. So that brings their group guidance down from uh 390 to 445 right down to 330 to 375 so quite a significant um cut to production at the start of this year um sort of consensus was that um you get quite a lot of new supply coming online from um qb2 um uh Tomoe, DRC um, and a couple of the other big projects but actually each of those is all seems to be behind schedule ramping up slower um, notwithstanding lower grades and that sort of thing at uh, Antofagasta and uh, Anglo-American all seen lower, lower production um, so quite a lot of supply disruption in in the copper market that's why although a lot of doom and gloom about global economies. That's why the copper price is actually up three percent year to date. I mean, there is. I mean, we're not. There is becoming going to become a crunch, as everyone's view in copper in a few years' time, which could see the price go significantly higher. And I have to say, I, I do rather agree with it. As economies start to to bump up, which they always do eventually, there is not going to be enough copper supply, particularly if we go down the sort of EV route. So, but the problem is, of course, you don't see stocks particularly react until you actually see the copper price move. And the copper price move doesn't move until you actually see that crunch point. Uh, no, that's, yeah, and especially as we've got so few junior plays in copper to um, coming through with expiration stories. I mean, you've got these big projects being developed now, but the, the pipeline is very thin thereafter yeah i totally agree with that all right good point uh what else uh quarterly update from neo metals not not too too much new news uh in in the roundup there but they are a well they were originally asx listed and now dual listed in in the uk but their focus is on battery metals um lithium and vanadium um their pre-production currently, but focused on uh, recycling. The vanadium is byproduct production from iron slags. Um, that's obviously uh, a big source of supply in, in China, but they're looking at doing it in Finland. Finland. Um, Glencore have the offtake and 
they've got an investment decision coming up in Q3. Um, and then their other exposure is lithium chemicals and lithium recycling. Um, they seem to be making good progress in terms of uh, results and progressing towards the next stage of development studies. But obviously that exposure to lithium prices is probably the big reason why the share price is down um, 40% year to date. Um, see. Uh, related to lithium prices, they've still got 25 million Australian dollars of cash, so fairly good um, balance sheet for keeping development going. But that that price action in the commodities, um, I think, really behind the share price movement. Mm. Talking of share price movements, and probably the last story today, Ollie, uh, Bushveld have come out with a, a, another confusing uh, announcement. Uh, they often are from Bushveld, uh, even though Fortune has now left. Uh, and basically, it looks as though Anorox Cellcube, it's, it's worked under both names, um, but it's called an Anorox update here, which is a vanadium flow battery company that Bushveld was basically trying to build up, but was then trying to sell to Mustang. Basically, the sale over to Mustang, because they haven't been able to raise the money, obviously, uh, has gone wrong. And so a very high net worth uh, Canadian individual who I do know personally, uh, but he is his his company is known as Garnet has basically taken control of the, uh, the flow battery company out of Bushveld. Um, now that means that basically all of that money and time that Bushveld spent trying to develop this business has, has unfortunately gone down the bin. Uh, I believe it also means that their exclusive license to sell electrolyte to Enerox also is is broken, and so they lose that as well. So Bushveld is off 25% today. Um, it, it's it's actually you know a very cheap price now, probably at uh, about two and a half p. Uh, bear in mind this stock got as high as 50p back in sort of 2019. The, the future vanadium still looks really really good. Actually, Bushveld has some very good vanadium. It's just that unfortunately it's structured its deals at a price when the vanadium price was high and they should have done it at different levels. Um, so probably there is, if there is an end result for Bushveld, I suspect, particularly now that Fortune has left, and dare I say it, that probably is a takeover. The question is, will anybody actually bother to pay a premium? There are probably two obvious buyers who would buy it. Um, one may be or may be not allowed to buy it actually enough because it would give them such a dominant position in South African vanadium, it would, um, I suspect, get into competition questions. Um, so actually, I'm I'm not a seller. Uh, if anything, I'm a buyer, but that's because on speculation, should we say? Uh, anyway, look, if anybody wants to know a lot more, obviously I do follow this very closely because I'm very close to the um, Canadian flow battery market. Happy to take direct messages if anybody wants to know a little bit more. But that's probably enough for now, Ollie. Without saying anything, I shouldn't. Uh, yeah, although 25% does sound like a bit of an overreaction to I think what is a non-core part of. Bushveld. Uh, I think it maybe tells you a little bit also about how Bushveld itself is performing. And obviously people had hoped that by doing the Mustang deal, this would give them a bit of yeah. headroom in terms of their finances. And so that's just gone. Um, but anyway, enough said. If anybody wants more, then do contact me directly. Uh, and I think that'll do, Ollie. Let's all go and have a nice weekend. And I'll actually be back in London on Monday. Very good. Enjoy your round. All right. Thanks. See you.